Hi, I'm your host, and you're listening to The Other Side with Ryan Chowdhury, a show where I sit down and have a conversation with people who've made it or have the drive to make it and try to see their side of the story. Ladies and gentlemen, today we have someone who needs no introduction, but I'll try to give one anyway. He's a content creator with over 60 million views on just YouTube alone. He plays video games at night, and makes headlines in the morning. He owns a clothing line and a couple of restaurants. He's considered inspiring to say the least and aims to bring justice to the people. Oh, and he is also one of the most well-recognized food reviewer of the country. He is, of course, Iftikhar Afsan, Iftikhar Afsan otherwise known as Rafsan the Chorovay. Brother, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, I'm doing good. How are you? That's, that's a pretty sick intro, man. <laughs> yeah, this is one of the longest ones we've done. Like. <laughs> As I'm saying it, I'm like Tunisia Shesha so hence the <laughs> but, no, you know, like, but great intro. Yeah, like I made it last night and I'm you know what? First I to Chodo Chilo and I was like, nah man, this guy needs a bigger intro. So yeah. Um so I know that August was a pretty eventful month for you, a lot going on. How was yeah. September? Like how is September shaping up to be? So September has been, wait, September just started, right? It's been six days. It has been yeah. pretty interesting. Like I really didn't film anything, but I know for a fact, like this, this year is going to be my year. It doesn't make sense. So, uh, you know, like this September in general, I really want to start doing something kind of crazy. Like I have a lot of plans this September, like a lot of plans. So uh, mind that's that's a start. Giving us a few hints or clues about what plans you have coming up. Mm, let's just say I want to do something which I always wanted to do, and inshallah, korte parvo. Because you know, like I don't know, like I kyoj the kupa there for an hour. Other than that, I want to go international. You want to go oh, international? I, okay. Yeah. So I already know that, like. 30 or 40% of the viewers that you get are from international viewers. So how more yeah. international do you want to go? Oh, damn. You did your research for sure. That's for sure. But I want to go completely international. Like, what I'm trying to do is, I'm going to start the videos on English subtitles that I start to see YouTube, even on Facebook. Like, yeah. the main platform I'm targeting is Facebook rather than YouTube because I feel like Facebook has a lot more potential and there are some insights many people don't know yet, but so Mark, the founder of Facebook, obviously, so he invested like both a year, he's allocating $1 billion just for creators on Facebook and Damn. to top things off, imagine you're, you're on Facebook. So you make $1, right? So for $1, you get an additional extra dollar. So that's how it works, uh, like right now. So the main thing is, this is like a four-month program given to a lot of creators on Facebook who have a lot of reach. So basically the model is, Facebook in general, it's like a marketing platform as well. So you make money because they keep a commission. So the bigger you can get in these four months, they're going to extend this in-stream multiplier. This entire program is called in-stream multiplier. I don't know why nobody mm. talks about it. No creator ever talked about it. It's been out for a while. It's been out this like, 
it's been two months since it came out, but only the creators know. But like people in general, they I don't know. Can I even hear Kotha Hotchena? But yeah, so it's this thing. So Joto hit Kotha Barba, or a Charmash to extend Kora Barabe Barabe Barabe. So a time I was really planning on you know going international. Yeah, <clears throat> that sounds very complicated. But bye bye to Bangalis, I guess. Bangali, they're Belshish. Time for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm grateful for Bangladesh definitely. And like main main focus Bangladesh by Bangladesh. But international audience hello hai. You know, representing yeah. the country, you know. Panic yeah. me. And <clears throat> speaking of Facebook, I know that you started your Facebook page about one or 1.5 years before you started your YouTube page. Yeah. And the first post you wrote, bitches gear up, I'm taking over this city, going to bring justice to food. <laughs> and you know. <laughs> Are you for real? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, that I I think maybe maybe and the pager now the whole snow. Rafsan versus food or man versus food. I don't even remember. Yeah, it has it seven likes and one share, and you know that sounds <laughs> that sounds extremely confident. Jay, you're like bitches gear up. So were you that confident yeah. while starting the YouTube channel, or were no. you just doing that for like? Listen, listen. The only reason I was even able to, you know, post that status was because I knew that they'd be enough. Makes sense. Yeah. So, like, oh, what man. do you remember about shooting the first video? Is there something you learned during that video that you still do today? Yeah, definitely. So basically, I'm into video shooting. Either pa kono, mane kono idea o chilo na. I had a friend, Ekramu. He was, he's the reason I'm here today. And Ekramul is the guy. They had a channel, Ekramul and Nabil. They had a channel. It was called Your Gap. So they used to make videos, and I always wanted to make videos. Then my friend Ekramul, Shyama ke jor kore shuru kora isse. And bolte na tuye. He just picked me up from university, and he started recording. Bolte jaichcha tai kor. And I don't know me jaichcha tai kor si. And he edited the video as well. Thakona me editor korte bhatam na. Yeah, he's the one guy who shared the first post. So there's that. <laughs> Man, he he is something. He is cool. He's super cool. Yeah. So what were the things uh, that you learned that day that you still carry today, or things that you try to remember today, or did you start any superstition, any traditions before shooting or while shooting? Um. One thing that I me onik kortam oi time time was I remember hatek the phone rough. That kind of became my thing. So the next two years I would keep a phone. You know, then for I could afford a microphone. Then oi tar kora hoy na. But that was yeah, a tradition which and it became something signature. Yeah, like oi da ama oi da kinto ekramular phone chilo. Man, and we used to shoot on my phone. And duita milai we would sing and it, it was kind of cool. It's kind of cool. That's good to know. So, you know, since people think that the life of a YouTuber or someone who's famous is very easy, they go around, they get free food, they get free jama kapoor and stuff. You know, so if it's okay, I'd like to share like two struggles of your life and then pass the mic to you. So I know that um, this one day you were losing a lot of games on Fortnite or something, and you got frustrated. And then you decided to go for a walk, and 
you kept on walking and you kept on walking and that endorphin rush just made you become an active person right and another struggle was that like you said um your friend started a youtube channel and you want to start one too and they said those do to motato better food related channel should go right <laughs> so it's almost like the two struggles that carried you forward to new heights you know that made you start something or made you start made you do something that eventually became a lifestyle so are there any other struggles that come to mind when thinking about the struggles that made you who you are okay like i don't know it was csgo just clearing it out you heard of csgo right counter yeah, strike yeah. yeah oh okay cool cool yeah. so other than that i had a few struggles i'm not going to lie like the so in 2018 i was working in this agency so ami jokhon agency ta kaaj kortesilam so ami eta year gap nisilam so semester gap nisilam semester gap ni ami agency ta kaaj kortesilam and things were going great agency ta kaaj kortesi but the main reason ami agency ta join kortesi was because ami just ami je videos banatam onike ekta assumption thake oh restaurant e jaba mal na khaba eta it's not really the thing ami dui ta student poratam student porai jere dai would earn ghure phire i would end up say khabar khaitam video banatam and then i would end up if it's a good video 15 20 dollar boost ditam normal but then so oi agency the join korar main jinish ta chilo tara amake bolche me and they're going to edit for me and the, i really needed that because i'm going to videos banachina my friend ekramul he needed to go to uh he left for canada and he was the one who was editing my videos and at that time i was like you know what i'm going to join so me join course join corpor so i did a video and taka ta video korbo oi a jmats ta oi ta khabo kete to bhaloi taka lage oi taka to definitely chilo na so my agency theke dada according to them they would give me the money so taka ta paisi video banalam but in that video jawar agtie amake the owner of the agency she bolte chilo je he had shares in fashion co's mother company right he was telling me that so bolse e to let them win right so the fashion go wins so tokhon era biasness eshe porchilo and tokhon na first i went to manhattan amar kache bhaloi lagche bhai ami jokhon fashion kote geche ami totlaitesi ami kotha ki bolbo ami bolteo partesi na because i'm struggling right now because ami jera bolte jacchi amar mathar moddhe arekta jinish and i was just freaking out honestly so then ami agency niche ashche amar friend adnan he's like my best friend she amake niche ekta rickshaw mare rickshaw mare dar koray oi rickshay boshaise boshanor por amake bolche je he's going to give me 2000 taka go up give it to that bhaiya and go like you know what i'm not going to do this and this should be your turning point and that was like my turning point in my entire thing that's why this thing initially i just started this motor bringing justice to you guys who die who die it was like moreover ha yeah but that thing became very real oi pointe because you we all have some principles amader shobaider bhitore and amra jodi ekbar a threshold bhangte pari bar you know that was like a huge turning point man you know the paid reviews because i know i'm friends with many of the creators on facebook or youtube 
and i amar kane ache or i even know ke koto taka khay at a restaurant theke something like that but it was a very big struggle because honestly speaking i was not making any real money till 2020 my till mid 2020 so for two to one and a half years it was it, it was a big struggle and there were times restaurants did offer to pay and stuff but yeah i would say that is one of my biggest struggles and arakachilo i think you know when i was like kind of you know after first week when i started i mean videos on ekon in video videos i get a lot of positive comments like social listings for 92% it's positive i'm grateful but when it, it didn't start out that way it started out manushjon galagali korbe botka choda khaite khaite puitta jabi and you know when i started off amar uh, my first video i had amar hate i had a skin condition it was called scabies so there would be outbursts in my skin so oi khane manushjon like manushjon ki amar nijer batchmate try bolto je khachor eita seita onikei bolto so it was quite a bit of a struggle but i'm glad my friends they helped me out that time they really told me to just go with the entire thing so i feel like these are some of the struggles damn that sounds <clears throat> that sounds crazy and you know you talked about how first the dig that there were a lot of hate comments did at one point you think that you know maybe i should stop or maybe okay there's a lot of hate there's so much hate that maybe my content isn't really good was did that thought ever pop into your mind um not really but quitting jinishta sometimes because i always thought side be because i'm first taking to i was even active to begin with teen mash ekta kore video ditam sanathaka was the same thing so no nah, not really it didn't occur to me that way but it wasn't even my primary line as well i could make this a career back in 2000 prior to you know early 2019 i never even thought of it that way yeah that's true and like the fact that you shared the story about the justice to the food thing you know like even in your first post like i mentioned you said we're going to be bringing justice to food right and hmm. you know first day it was just a random ajaira line but the fact that it yeah. got a meaning as you went on sort of is sort of like an omen that maybe you were meant to start it you know do you ever feel like that that yeah. maybe this you were meant to be doing this you know yeah it it brought life to the entire thing the entire statement yeah actually so yeah um i know that you changed school when you were in fourth grade and then you sort of became a little bit more introverted so was hmm. that a factor that played in when you started doing youtube or interacting with the people who commented on your videos um honestly <laughs> speaking i i till fourth grade i was in a school everybody was in a school come on <laughs> no not everybody actually but yeah editor please don't keep this <laughs> but um so to fourth grade i was in playpen after that i switched to scholastica and then it was a different environment to you know getting used to that environment and stuff and around sixth grade i started watching a lot of youtube but you know i always wanted to be a youtuber and i always wanted a play button right 
So, but I, I mean, never in my wildest imaginations did I ever imagine to be a YouTuber. Like that is a dream. Trust me when I say it, that was a dream. Like impossible. I, I am not YouTube material. Like I, I was an introverted, like, straight up. Three million so, people would disagree, but go on. But <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, honestly. Like, uh, so, so, and I still feel like I do not appreciate this thing enough. I don't. Because this was a dream, you know? So it's kind of crazy. But just changing schools, I think that really just made my confidence lower. So I don't think it had an effect. I think Ikramul had the biggest effect, honestly. Yeah. and Because if um, Ikramul never forced me, I would never start. Yeah. And like since you talked a little bit about confidence and how your confidence went down, like I remember, so I was in school till grade nine. And then because of some things, I had to leave school. So I had to leave school for like three years. And then because I was in another country. So I came back to Bangladesh and then I started school again in like grade 11. And what I found was that, you know, the grades from nine and 10, those are the grades where Shobai actually coaching a jai, Shobai actually friend and hoy. Right. So since I left at eight and joined again at 11, it was almost like, okay, Shobai 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 friend, but Ami the friends friends now. you know because right. most of my childhood friends they left school when i rejoined so it was all new people it was all people from other sections so first of all i was very <clears throat> not insecure more like sort of introverted because i didn't know and then i started doing like um do you know muns yeah, yeah 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 so i started doing muns and other events and sort of that got me to build my self-confidence up to actually think, you know what, I guess I am someone who people would like to talk to. So, you know, just like with you, with YouTube, I feel like whenever someone tells me that, oh, I'm confidence on a thumb, or I struggle talking to other people, I just tell them, do something that makes you feel confident or do something that you love doing. And that will sort of make you more comfortable with everything else, you know? It's about getting out of your comfort zone, right? Yeah. Arki, say you get out of your comfort zone and you do something and then you like doing it. If you feel confident doing that, you start feeling confident doing other things as well. Whether that's working out, playing video games, socializing, yeah. whatever it is, you know? So, yeah. Um, that I feel like is a big point. And that is a very solid point. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, coming to a bit of your lifestyle changes and whatnot. So I know that you were 118 to 120 kgs in 2017. And that was like your yeah. highest point when you started your video. You lost like 40 or 50 yeah. kgs in 2018. And then in 2019, 40. <laughs> yeah, 40 kgs in 2018 by the April <laughs> of 2018, right? If I'm not mistaken, by April. Hmm. Yeah. And then in 2020, which is your last documented yeah. weight, you were 81. Yeah, I am still around 81. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So given the fact that you go to a lot of restaurants right now and, you know, 
you eat a lot of food and you have to eat food because that's your profession almost. What's been the hardest part about staying fit? So in general, I think the hardest part or the biggest struggle is getting myself to go to the gym. So I have had multiple ups and downs on the scale. I have been 73. I have been nearly 90. But after I lost weight, so, you know, you see, like, I've been bouncing around. But for the past six months, I've been very consistent with my weight. I have been around the 80 kg line somewhere up 1 kg plus minus. But the entire thing was the gym. Like, recently, I've been to a lot of gyms. But recently, I've been to a pretty decent gym. It's called Iron Nation. The crowd is nice. The trainers are better. They're amazing. So that really motivates me to go to the gym because... Nobody's really judging you or something. And I feel like the entire thing, it's a byproduct, okay, of going to the gym, staying fit. It's a byproduct because you feel good when you go to the gym. That's why I go. Because I was, I was feeling like shit. I'm not going to lie. So now I'm feeling kind of happy, I guess, because I went to the gym. So that really helps, honestly. It's over us. It, it can be a struggle, but it's also a blessing. Yeah, that's true. Like going to the gym, I used to go to the gym, continue Kotayane because I was so lazy. But the days I would go, you know, like I would wake up at like 9 a.m. I'd be like a morning gym kind of person. So I'd wake up at 9 a.m. I'd go there, gym till like 10, 10.30, come back home, take a shower. And after that, the whole day just seemed a lot more easier because it felt like the most yeah. active part of my day was done in the morning, you know? So yeah, that's true. Yeah, and about like judgments, I know that. Okay, so let me share like a quick story. So, um, back in like 2015, 16, I used to take this medicine. It's called dexamethasone. And if you take that, um, what happens is that your face stores all the sodium in your face. Like your body stores all your sodium on your face, and sodium mm. kind of collects water. So what used to happen yeah. was that. Our face pura fula thakto. Yeah. Like I could see my cheeks. I could I would look in the mirror and I could not recognize myself. But then because I'd look so fat, I didn't eat. Right. So I did I used to like starve myself. I used to just live on salads and stuff. And so I ended up losing 15 kgs, but I still looked fat because my face was like like a moon, you know? Mm. <clears throat> so something that you said resonated with me is that you know back when you weren't as fit maybe people wouldn't say anything to you but you'd still feel judged just because on the inside you were judging yourself right right yeah Yeah. and you know to an extent that's how I would feel so do you have any advice on how to you know stop judging ourselves but if I'm being super real this advice yeah. is super real. Like, I'm in EJ Porcelum, or I actually watched it in a video. Honestly, nobody, let me tell you, when you're walking somewhere or something, nobody really cares what you're doing. Nobody. Maybe for a millisecond, but they do not care at all. And yeah. just keep that in mind. And whatever you're doing, you're doing it for yourself. Because, you know, like, the pain <clears throat> you're going to feel today, it's going to be your strength tomorrow. That's what exactly. I personally believe in. Yeah. Like we all seem Same to from think working that... out, not from like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like we all 
you know, naturally we all think that we're like the center of the universe. We're the main character of our own movies and our yeah. own TV shows. That, yeah. Yeah. But in all honesty, no one has time to think about you when their lives are so busy, you know? So yeah. that is something to keep in mind. Um, so I know you go to a lot of photo shoots, you go to a lot of video shoots. So let's come to a fun story. I know that in 2020 or 2019, you got in a golf cart accident in Sripur during a photo shoot. Um, so are there any other fun stories from photo shoots that come to mind? How do you know that? Like I said, man, I did my research. <laughs> whoa! Yeah, whoa, that's interesting. That's super yeah. interesting, but okay. So fun things. Okay, so this one time I collaborated with this YouTuber. He's the best ever food review show. He's like one of the biggest YouTube channels, like globally. White on, guy. Around food. Yeah, yeah, the white guy. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so what happened was we went to, where was that place? I think, now we went to this place. It was a pretty remote village. So that it's actually a YouTube, YouTube village. village. It's called yeah, 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 yeah. Kushtia. Kushtia. It was Kushtia. in Kushtia. Yeah. So Okane, while we were saying like it was kind of cool because like I don't know, no internet at all. Like two geo kachkotisana. So we were all talking and then it was Erakumhabe. There were like seven people, seven of us, right? Sunny had six people and me. Right. So it was like a few people would be flooring, a few people would be, you know, on the beds. Yeah. Then around 3.30 a.m., the rats kicked in. Oh, no. <laughs> it was scary. Then, then, and then, yeah, we all just, you know, we shared the beds. It was, it was, but nothing really that interesting happens, actually. I think, wait, I'm a, a lot of interesting things do happen, but I'm not a part. Wait, I'll just go through my videos. Oh, 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 oh. So wait, wait, nah, wait. I'm just gonna sing, sing. I don't, dude, my life is not that interesting. I mean, other people would say that someone who gets kicked out of restaurants and university has a pretty interesting <laughs> life. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. It looks interesting. Yeah. But dude, at that point, a lot of anxiety kicks in, like, Usually, before I have a thing like before I usually do a shoot, I get crew members with my crew members. We have some coffee and we talk, and anxiety. So, this one time I wanted to wear a lungi and to Sava, dude. Yeah, to Sava, and yeah. I was like freaking out because fatai na anxiety even you get a video anxiety but anxiety so that was I did a video. So that video got like almost 20 million views. It was Saman Muktadi versus Tohid Afridi. Yeah. So in that video, I was not even sure if Saman Muktadi and Tohid Afridi were gonna show up. I was so yeah. nervous, but I was so glad they showed up. But other than that, a lot of interesting things do happen, but I just don't remember. All right. short-term memory loss <laughs> that's actually good there's this saying that the happiest animal in the world is a goldfish because it, ha because it has a 10 second memory you know 
So what for real? Yeah, for real. <clears throat> but in general, I'm I don't know, man. Like I'm our, I can forgive, but I can never forget. So, uh, <laughs> um, speaking about that video with Salman Mukhtar and Tahir Afridi, I watched that video when it got released, and it was one of the more, you know, it was one of the more different videos by a content creator in Bangladesh. You know, it wasn't a normal yeah. food review. It wasn't a normal okay, I'm going to review this, or it's it wasn't a vlog. You know, it was more like a challenge, yeah. and it had real money on the line. And like you said in the video, yeah. it was your money. that you put up no sponsors yeah. <laughs> you know so yeah. were you scared for a second that salman mukhtar is going to beat you because tahid afridi we know he's rich he's not going to go through the top trouble for one like that you know <laughs> but <laughs> dude i lasted dekhe ami bhabse me here jabo ami last day i just put up a poker face ami kintu i cannot take a arekta single bite ami nitei parbo na i put up a poker face and went like you know what Let's go. Next round. Dude, that helped. I should play some poker, man. I should play some poker because I didn't want to lose my money. So I was super excited. That was that's why I was celebrating. Do you have any other plans of doing videos like that with other people or anything else regarding collaborations with other YouTubers? So I wanted to do a <laughs> uh, Salman Mukhtadi Tohid Afridi part 2, but this time I wanted to give 6. All right. That would be very interesting. But that one, ekono kora hoy ni. But for the international ones, I'm planning on collaborating with a lot of YouTubers, like globally, all throughout. That's good. So fun fact about me: I'm every day bhatish sathe Bombay morche achad de bhat kai. So yeah, <laughs> we should do a challenge. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, maybe one day we could do one, and I I would be a lot richer at the end of the day. So <laughs> oh dude you can't beat me I, I I live on spice I love spice I'm wearing red <laughs> I have red flowers you know so Oh yeah <laughs> Yeah maybe maybe we'll see one day So one day Yeah um so given that you know speaking of restaurants given that you have your own restaurant now Habibis um what are some of the things that you learned while reviewing other restaurants that you implement in yours what are the things that you actively try to avoid that you saw in other restaurants so a lot of things i realized was consistency is really hard especially for a brand new restaurant because habibis jahan resto first we got a lot of negative reviews initially but then after a while it became consistent so it had its ups and downs and at that time i was uh, i was quite initially very active even though right now i'm not that active with habibis at the moment but that is one of them i learned a lot of things because i would go every day and university porpor jetam je and patai gorom chilo jayga ta and it was during summer Whew. then yeah qc korta basically qc means quality control so you have to eat So yeah, free food. Whatever student brought it to me. Nice. So fun fact: I study in NSU, so most of the days that I would go have lunch in Rajbari, I would have it from Habibis. So did you like there... it? Yeah, I loved it. Like actually, so, yeah, I love it. I'm glad. I'm so glad. Yeah, like especially the rice meals for the price they're at. I feel like they're really good. 
you know, and they're different. Oh. Like they have the falafels, they have the white sauce all over it. It's yeah. Good, you know, it's so good. yeah. So if you could suggest one item for anyone to eat from your restaurant, what would it be? And I think it's in Forgot you answered this one. Item So if you're going for the rice, I would really recommend the gyro over rice. And if you want to try a roll or a shawarma, try the crispy chicken roll. It's it's kind of good. It's yeah, and the, the gyro over rice. The gyro over rice is the one I got almost every day. So yeah. Oh yeah. So what I was gonna ask is that are you thinking about plans on extending it to Dhanmundi, the Dhanmundi area, because you know. North South has been closed for over a year and I've been kind of yeah. missing it, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, we are actually planning on expanding to that side of the region. Dhanmondi, not specifically, but Ashabashi. Ashabashi. All right. Hopefully that covers Dhanmondi. Yeah, deliveries. Yeah. All right, that's good. So, Arjun um, now that, you know, most of the people in most of the rec- restaurants kind of recognize you, the waiters, the people around you. Has that sort of made your job harder in some ways? In the sense that... It has made it less fun. It has made it less fun in the sense, in what ways? I think you go to a restaurant, they, the service they would provide, I feel like it is significantly better. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Like not so it's extra not really cheese the... stuff like that. <laughs> it's usually the meat. It's usually the meat. <laughs> Quantity fatai okay. and like they try to be on their best behavior, things like that. So it's not fun. That's why I want to do international, honestly. All right, that something more genuine. Yeah. So like I know you made some videos with your mom in quarantine where you used to deliver <laughs> food in the house. Was that in some ways easier or more comfortable to shoot these videos? Oh, okay, okay. The ones during the pandemic where I would yeah. order input and review with my mom. Yeah, yeah. That one. Okay. Yeah. So that one was that one was actually kind of easier to do, but it was less fun. And honestly, our Marshall first video Takuri, I cooked for her. And I was very nervous because I don't know how would I tell my mom, yo, I'm more at a video with Hagba, please. And a time time, my dad was stuck in Kulna, my brother was stuck in Sweden, and it was just me and my mom. Me and my mom for 45 days. And you know, I would make videos and stuff. So I thought, you know what, I mean, like, on a kitchen, and my mom, she's very immaculate. Like she wants to keep everything clean. So on a kitchen, we would be sharing the chores, bashar, eta, sheta, something like that. So it was fun. And I really bonded with my mom a lot more during the pandemic because I'm busy. I'm not busy. I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm busy. Honestly speaking. And I couldn't give them a rubbish. I'm busy. Like I'm busy. Yeah, like um, the time I was in the other country, right? So Tokhon, I was with just my parents, mostly, most of the time, just my mom. So <clears throat> even though it was kind of boring, I didn't have friends, I didn't used to go out that much. What I am very grateful for during that period is that I bonded a lot with my family because at that time, they were the people I used to talk to the most, right? 
And that was sort of like my own personal quarantine before quarantine began almost. And now that this quarantine state is back almost, I feel like that bond has sort of come, has sort of came back. Because, you know, quarantine, okay, everyone used to go out every day, time at the end of the day. Yeah. At the end of the day, when you go out at like 12 or 1 and come back at like 9 or 8 p.m., it's like, you know, it becomes hard. So given the fact that you're from an army background, you grew up yeah. in sort of a strict, you know, family. Now that you're in quarantine, you're having to interact with your family much more. How has that experience been like? Not just with your mom, but with your brother, with your dad, the overall experience. In general, money. wait, after quarantine? Okay, after the initial quarantine started, the fact that we stay... Achha. Okay. most of the time so. so before honestly speaking i'm being very real like i would consider to me, school thakte, what would you do for fun? Yeah. To me, to my friend, hang out korte jeta, eta shita. And you know, just getting to know about your parents because I'm a Jotoi Jani. We don't really know our parents that well. And yeah. when you get to know them, they become much more than just your parents. They become your friends. And I'm very grateful for that. And personally, so my parents are oi type do you know when you think of depression? Uh, it would be like bolbeje, hey, to me, guma or kichakta gurash, straight up, mane. I they would actually use the religious context, okay? Yeah. If you pray, it's gonna go away, or things like that. But astastana, my parents also changed and. Especially like my dad, he has been like growing up. I was always scared of my dad. Like he is someone I would shit my pants talking to or asking for something. I would never ask for anything. But this man has like, I was recently more than ever. I've been feeling super low and he's the one who tells me cliche things like just, just, yeah. just look at the sky because you know, the sky is so broad. You feel better. It's dumb. But I also felt very grateful because that's true. Like you can feel the care. I can feel the care. And <clears throat> my parents are the ones. Like Amar Ma especially Amake Boltasid J, you know, J Gura Shokotal for J friendish the hangout koro. Growing up or and this man is telling me J friendish the because he genuinely cares. He's trying to understand me. And dude, I appreciate that so much. I can't even tell you. Like, it means a lot. It means the world. That's true. Yeah. Like, even in the last one year, you know, because my dad has been going to work a lot less, like, we have formed this tradition that almost every other day, we have dinner together and he sort of tells me a story about his childhood. Whether it's the first mm. time he got an income, 
whether it's the first time he was like betrayed by a business partner, anything, you know, like, and every day he seems to have a new story that he tells so vividly like it, that I can almost imagine it myself, you know? So <clears throat> like, I've realized that our parents are people with so much story, you know, like I would want to know more. So it is, you know, I decided yeah. on my dad's next birthday or the one after that, inshallah, I'm going to gift him a shadow writer who will follow him around for like 30 days and who will ask mm. him questions and write a book about him because I feel like he's had a pretty interesting life. So, yeah. you know, that's, <laughs> so, that's a very cool word to give. Yeah. So I feel like people should talk to their parents more. And like you said, like, we don't know what they used to do in their school life. And Ashkal, I just go yeah. up and, I, I was like, I was on a birthday and I was feeling really old. So I remember I was like, man, I'm turning 22. And I was feeling very sad. Oh my God, I'm turning old, you know? So he was like, I wish I was a bachelor right now, you know? And he sort of started saying stories about when he was 21, 22, 23. And that sort of lifted my mood up in the way, Jay, okay, you know, yeah, to me, 22 is old, but in the grand scheme, it really isn't that old. <laughs> you it know? Re- so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, people should talk to their parents more, especially given the fact that Definitely. there's like a few weeks of quarantine left before hopefully and moreover, life goes back. I feel like our parents are getting old and yeah. we are going to be here for a while, but we have them for a very limited time. And yeah. Tokon, I know a lot of us are chasing money, success. Like I personally, I'm trying to, I'm trying to chase success, but in that process, I end mm-hmm. up forgetting about my parents. Right. And I might have all the success, all the money in the world in 20, 30 years, but my parents might not be there. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like as we grow old, like when, when we're younger, we don't think about the mortality of our parents. Right. Like we yeah. cannot imagine a life where they're not in the next room. But eventually it starts kicking us. Say, okay. You know, maybe we should start yeah. taking this more seriously. So, yeah. Seriously. So, as we're winding down to the end of this interview, I have just two questions left. One is that. Um, I know that you won an international best co-host award for the best yeah. ever food review show channel. Uh, what was that experience like? Because, you know, you competed with a lot of people from a lot of other countries as well. So that felt pretty surreal because like while I was doing the show with Sunny, Sunny's the dude from best ever food review show, the dude. So he kind of believed in me a lot. Like he, at that time I had like 30,000 subs and 70,000 followers on Facebook. He was like, about consistency. If you're uploading and earlier Amyo mentioned Kursi, I would upload once every three months. But say you have to be consistent. Like he told me I had what it takes. And I was like a younger version of him who had more energy. So, that really motivated me. And I was like, YouTuber. Like, Bangladesh had a YouTuber. He had 400,000 subs at that time. He was the shit. And this dude, like, he demotivated the hell out of me. He was like, 
look for other career options this that and onek kharap bhabe jinish bolche je oh tumi tumi jeta hocho etake bole holo ki jani in the moment or something ki ki kemne jani bolche he was not a good person at all not a good human being to be honest and not a very supportive one even though i tried asking help from him but rather ekhane ami dekhchi je amar nijer bhai bangali bhai amake na help kore ekta bideshi bhai amar aro motivate korche i don't know if i should be sad or happy about that but when i won the bestie awards it meant a lot because i would be competing against youtubers from other countries right there was cambodia laos nigeria and a few other i think hong kong and vietnam so winning that amongst these people these youtubers who are more famous who have been in the game longer than me that was a big confidence boost and i did not expect that at all yeah that's good to hear um so you know you talk about how the bangali guy was more demotivating yeah. than the foreign guy and that is something i guess hmm. a lot of creators will <clears throat> attest to, that often times it is the people of our own country who sort of don't believe us or sort of maybe wants to go against us you know so with that hmm. in mind comes the story of how in you know early august you were your instagram account was hacked and you lost yeah. accounts with millions of views and hundreds and thousands of followers So Tahun I know that you recorded this video and you were very demotivated obviously in the heat of the moment you said some things like how you realized that this isn't really a career for you or maybe this isn't as stable as you thought it is you know so <clears throat> what was that experience like and looking back on it what are some of the things that you've learned from that experience so looking back one thing straight up a lot of people supported me a lot of people motivated me a lot of people said a lot of nice things and i'm super grateful for that but then again a jinishta abar ashteche je i farted in between if it's all right too much information but uh you know like this thing it's a short lived career right this entire thing about youtube but the entire thing is making it last making it you know not being succumbed with the things like money fame other lost things like that and it's more about why you started and not forgetting your roots right and that's what i want to do i don't know at a koto bochor thakbe but i want to keep on doing it as long as it lasts yeah that's good to know not bad yeah um that's good to hear and i'm sure a lot of people will be happy with the fact that you know you want to continue as long as you can so yeah and, you're a very awkward human being <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can relate Sorry. yeah i was going to say Jay, something tells me that you can relate <laughs> yeah um why is the babe there So, Tarni, wait, Thakta. In our last episode, the guest was smoking in the middle of the episode. So, wait, the casino. Damn. Yeah. So, <clears throat> the last thing that I have to ask you is that 
do you have any advice to give for any creator, any human being, anyone at all that advice from Iftigar Al-Sam? Anything? So the biggest advice I would give to creators in general would be being real, like being original. Because even if you keep on copying someone, this, that, this, that, at the end of the day, your audience will watch you for you and only you. Your content, yeah, but also you on how you represent your content, on how you show your content. So being original is, you can take inspiration, that's for sure. But you have to stick to being original. So, and the second thing, in general to everyone, creator about the shop, like never have this regret in life, Jay, what if? Because you don't want to miss out. And moreover, it's like, think, the video thing. This thing is something I always wanted, but will push me to start it. But a journey ta, in the same way many people have similar journeys. They maybe they wanna quit their job, start something, then follow your passion. That's what I would say. Because when you follow your passion, you can you will definitely achieve something. And it's not about exactly hitting the goal, it's about the journey while you're going to hit your goal. That's what you're going to remember. Because 10 years down the line, our money is not Oh, 2 million followers on Facebook. It's about the journey to that number. About all the moments, all the friends you made along the way, all the ma- massive fuck-ups you made along the way. These are the things which, which will be your story. Not your achievements. It's the journey. So why not make your journey like an interesting one, right? That's true. So be original and focus on the journey. Two things that are the core of your advice. So thank you for coming on. Uh, thank you, thank you, Rafsan, for coming on board. Thank you for being a part of the show. Although Onik Guli, Onik Barkirega said Onik Guli edit like this. It was genuinely. <laughs> genuinely very lovely to have you to the audience listening all the cuts in the middle of the show or the cuts in the middle of the video are due to network problems nothing else but uh, i hope you had a good time coming on board and thank you for being a part of the show thank you so much for having me in the show it was an honor honestly speaking and you're a great host you do your research unlike many people and yeah. i hope you guys kill it and thank you so much guys to the viewers watching for actually having me. Legit, thank you. Thank you.